Caleb is an ugly girlfriend. Whoa. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Fizzle Show. We got a great episode for you today. I know I say that every week, and I mean it every week. Would you just hear it from me sincerely every week? When to move on. How long are you going to say to yourself, you know, I really should try X or Y or Z? You know, I bet I could, but God, that's terrifying. How long are you going to say that before you jump out and try it? And what's the strategies for for for, for doing that? Right? Are there, are there some things you need to think through before you just jump off? That's what we get into today, including a very special announcement uh, from one of our team members. On the show today, uh, Corbett, Caleb, Chase, that's me. And Barrett, the fourth member of our team, Barrett Brooks. Uh, all of us discussing this because we all have stories to, to share about this and lessons learned. Oh, and one more thing. The audio for Corbett and myself got a little messed up. I worked very hard to clean it up as much as I possibly could. So hopefully you can bear with it for a little bit. I find that I get used to it after a few minutes. All right, let's get into it. All right, you guys ready to do another little, little podcast, a little ditty here? Episode number 68. 68. Right, so Coming at you live. So we're going to... Barrett, are you just talking to yourself over there? <laughs> he's he's all, I think you. he's muttering. Thank you. Someone brought him some more. You can't, yeah, you can't, you can't talk to other people in the room. Yeah. Barrett. Don't talk to me that keep way. Keep it quiet. Barrett, we'll talk to you however the hell we want to. <laughs> so we got Barrett Brooks back on the show because the topic today is one uh, that he has some, some recent experience with. And, uh, and we wanted him to share his story. But before before we do that, we have a we have a new story to tell. We have a, a story that's developing that's very much in real time. It's very this much just in, in real life. This just in. I was going to try that, but it was just not going to sound <laughs> anything like it should. Um, no, but in all in all honesty and all seriousness, we do have a uh, an important story to t- to start telling today that we we're we're. We're going to be exploring out loud with you guys. Of course, the topic today being, when is it the right time to move on? When do you go on to the next thing? You, like, like you, There's a lot of things that could lead up to decide, making that big decision to leave one thing and head to the next, either work at another company, start your own thing, or do whatever. Um, and we've all experienced this. Us four uh, have all had these moments. And, and there's a brand new moment about to happen. And I think, Caleb, you should be the one to, uh, to tell us what it is. Yeah, so we've talked about this before. This isn't something that I'm just springing on everyone on this call right now, but I'm going to be leaving Fizzle shortly. What? Yeah. Ah! <laughs> Nobody told you me. You guys had forgotten since the time I told you before until now, yeah. I think. Yeah. So, um So you're 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 going to be moving on to the next step, on to the next challenge, doing the doing the next thing. Mm-hmm. Uh what what I'd love to do is just spend some time kind of digging into this with you. And so this this isn't a joke, people. This isn't a watch bomb <laughs> or anything. This isn't a watch bomb. Caleb is moving on to the next chapter, and we are doing an experimental thing here, which is we're going to talk about our feelings <laughs> in well, front of everyone. Mostly, Chase is going to feel things at you and <laughs> or on you. But um, uh, you know, Caleb, for, for anybody just tuning in. Recently, Caleb's been around since the very beginning of Fizzle. Caleb was working with with Corbett before Fizzle even started, before I came on board, um, and was hired by Corbett uh, when you guys were. Corbett did a it was just us. traffic yeah. school, a, a, an old class that he used to do. Uh, Caleb was a, a a customer of that, and mm-hmm. then from within those ranks, uh, just 
hired Corby hired Caleb to, to help him out with think traffic at the time, which eventually turned into fizzle. Um, and so Caleb being a co-founder of fizzle, it means a lot for him to, to move on to the next thing, which we're excited for. I mean, that needs to be said, this is a, an important step I mean, in your journey, Caleb, like actually, this is like a big, this is a big step. I mean, you could sort of rest on your haunches and just kind of see what happens within Fizzle, but you're making this decision to go like, I'm ready for the next mm-hmm. challenge. I want to build, the, I want to build my thing. After serving entrepreneurs, building things for them, now you're, you're really, you're really like cutting the parachute and jumping into the abyss and saying, I think I'd like to try that. Right. And, and we'll get into each of our stories of moving on and stuff, but I moved yeah. on before and I told that, what was that, episode five, I think? Yeah. Of yeah. my story of leaving Boeing to go work with you, Corbett, originally. Yep. And I think this is kind of just the next chapter for me. And um, so we can talk through so, what that's going to be like. So what are what are you going to be doing for everybody listening? So my plans are to build out a video production agency um, with me as the main focal point of that as well as continue to build up my online brand, which is DIY Video Guy, and build up the income of both of those and build up my skills continually with video production stuff. Man. I think most uh, like people that listen to the podcast probably know that that's Caleb's like big function within the team has yeah. been video production, mm-hmm. um, amongst a lot of other things. But that's really been where you've blossomed over the past couple of years, I'd say. Yeah, and and re- recently you put out your uh, your own guide for the DIY video guide, uh, showing people exactly how to do this kind of stuff. If you're looking to film a, a video for your website, it's there's no better place to start than than there. Um, so this is it's exciting. What I'm what I'm wondering right now, Caleb, is like mm-hmm. what's going what's going on? Like what does it feel like for you? Is it are you scared? Are you nervous? Are you excited? Are you all all of these things? What what is it like? Well, it's a combination. Obviously, there's there's fear. There's probably not as much fear as when I quit Boeing because that was like what I was working towards for so long, like going to college to get my degree, to get that job, getting my MBA so that when I stayed at Boeing, I would get promoted more and learn more and stuff like that. And that was a big jump, I felt like, to come work with you, Corbett. Mm-hmm. And But it was still a calculated one in the fact that I was going from having a salary to having a salary with you, basically. Yeah, but I was just some jag off off the street. Yeah, some <laughs> some some quote unquote logger or logger or something like that. Yeah. Web, he had a weblog. I was a logger. He was a live journal. A logger. A b logger. Yeah, a weblog journaler. Exactly. Yeah, and then this time it feels a little bit scary in the fact that it's not going from one salary to another, yeah. but in more of a consultant freelance kind of way mm-hmm. slash earn my own living online kind of way earn your own keep yeah yeah this is this is so interesting isn't it meta that we have a team member who's going to do the thing that and i think we have to expect that and we'll get into all of like what does this mean for for fizzle and for us as a a business because i think we have Mm -hmm. to expect that we attract people who have this interest this underlying interest to go do their own thing eventually right i don't know what that means for us exactly but even you know, three years ago when I started working with you and you were interviewing me, you asked me a question around that. It was mm-hmm. like, um, I think you referenced some posts that I wrote about how being an entrepreneur is better than being an employee or whatever. And I think that we talked about this kind of conundrum of being an entrepreneur within a company, uh, especially when that, at that point the company was two people. Yeah. Um, like, can you be satisfied entrepreneurially in a company? 
if you're not in charge. And yeah. so totally. I think like that's like a whole discussion. Whole yeah, and that's I think what we're going to get into in the next episode. Yeah, actually, totally. Yeah, exactly. And how do you how how does how do we build a company that allows entrepreneurs to thrive while they're here? Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe not for the long haul, but at least for the midterm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely something that we we've, we've thought an awful lot about, and that, and that we're all tr- trying to figure out. And so, like this move for us will be a whole new era of Fizzle. I mean, you you guys just separate or just celebrated your three year anniversary working with one another you and caleb yeah Yeah, the day day after i told him that i was leaving yeah the three-year work anniversary so so we've known about this for a couple of weeks now i guess or a week and a half or something it's not like you just told us this morning um that would have been cool though if you waited till the podcast to tell us (laughs) especially Um, if we were like live streaming it yeah Yeah. so you have a this is a soft transition right we're Mm -hmm. we're looking at this as the next chapter it, it doesn't mean the end of your relationship with Fizzle. You're still going to be around. You're going to be involved. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're going to be actually full-time with us for the next six weeks or so. So mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a good transition period. But um, what's on your mind? Like, what are you, How are you planning for this? What are you going to be doing uh, two months from now? Well, there's a combination of not leaving you guys high and dry. So I set out a bunch of different things that I wanted to finish before I leave Fizzle. And that's going to keep me busy enough for the remainder of my time working with you but separate from that stuff um knowing that okay i want to have some client work and i want to continue to grow my online stuff you know i've been planning out both of those at the same time so figuring out what kind of projects i want to work on who those people are that i want to work on and try to approach um i've already had some like soft conversations with people about doing some work but real soft like would you say they're rich or like just like a soft like a Gentle, like gentle, a Gen- you've had gentle conversations had gentle with people. Conversations, like we haven't, yeah. we haven't yelled really. It's did you, did you do that thing where you put your hand against your face, like backwards, the back of your hand, and That's sort the of sound of the hand, just run it down the side of their face? It was and like two cups with a string in between. It was like just whispers, just, whisper, just yeah, just soft so the NSA whispers. Doesn't hear. Right, just a soft yeah. It was like you you turn the radio up real loud so the NSA can't hear you, and then you whisper in their ear. Yeah. Yeah. Just like and that. so I throw my hands up and play my song. <laughs> no. That wouldn't be the song. That's that's what I play really Thanks loud a lot. in the background and then write notes and say they're listening to us. <laughs> they can hear us. That's a, that's my definition of a soft conversation. And the NSA just thinks you love Taylor Swift or whoever that was. Yeah, and Miley Swift. Miley Swift. Um Okay, back to the matter at hand. So uh you are gonna you are gonna be staying on uh, for for about six weeks from here. Um, finishing up some projects, doing some things. We'll eventually be hiring. teaching us about this crazy video editing stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> what is that? Hey, this is zany kids. We'll eventually be hiring and and, and trying to find people to to fill the the roles that to you've fill done. Fill the size thirteens that Caleb wears. But what's interesting is what was the um, what I'm curious about. What was like? What was it like inside of you to like deal with this question and knowing like? So for me on this team, like we've got we've got like I'm, I'm beholden to to. To you three guys and Barrett, I'm sure will pipe in at some point here. Uh, but I, I'm, you know, we all have we all have these like roles and like, oh, I'm doing this. And we've got a sauna and we've got Slack and we've got all these to do lists everywhere. And it's like, okay, we've got all this stuff to do. Missions and visions. But and- while that's happening, like there's some internal sort of rumblings for you, Caleb, and things that you're thinking about. Describe for me what it, what what it is that that brought you to a point of like, I think it's time to take the next step. Well, I think that part of it came from just like having a regular review with you, Corbett. Like that's just how we've always done things is every roughly six months, 
we have a review that's like, okay, how are things going? How are you doing against your goals? And then, you know, it's set up to company performance and all that kind of stuff. And so we've had a conversation every six months or so since I started working with you about that kind of stuff. Like, how are you doing? What's, what are you working on? What do you want to work on? Stuff like that. And then the three of us, Chase Corbett and I had some conversations after that about just like the company and what's going on and um, what's been happening lately with um, some personal stuff medically with my wife and stuff. And I think part of it was just really being excited about doing what I'm going to be doing mm-hmm. af- like after I move on from Fizzle right now. Yep. and. Yeah that excitement was something that I tried to listen to and it was just, it just kept building over time. And I have done like little side projects with people, um, in like video production wise and like my own website and stuff, but I've never had a chance to do my own stuff full time. Yep. And I think that I need to give that a shot because totally. I've always, even when I started blogging, I was still working a full-time job and I from one day of working at Boeing to the next day of working with you full-time I never was full-time on my own stuff and so yeah, I kind of have to you know kind of see if I can do it step into it's the a, ring and see what happens an itch you need to scratch you need to step into the ring with Ronda Rousey and see if she can destroy you I would not do that <laughs> I wouldn't either I think I would do you know what I'm talking about Chase no but it sounds familiar you need to put an episode of her giving somebody the beat down in in this uh Ronda, show notes Ronda Rousey <laughs> close yeah minus Ronda the k Rousky. minus the k Ronda Rousey <laughs> I like when you say it like that Ronda Rousey these guys probably don't get the full nuance of you whispering into the microphone yeah that's debatable so uh so Barrett good job jumping in for a second there I do what was, I can you do what you can was that Hank barking in the background Hank likes to bark. It's not good for podcasting. <laughs> Can you start a solo podcast? Talk about a soft conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Hank likes to bark. It's not good for podcast conversation. So, <laughs> so we're you know we're we're trying to figure all this out right now, and this is this is like I said, kind of an experimental way. We're a young company. Fizzle's been around for uh, less than two years. Yeah. yeah. Is yeah. it less than two years? Well, I guess about two years. Yeah. Two years. Uh, and so like, this is, and, and like we Wait, said, what like, month is it? August? Yeah. Yeah. We Wait, were uh, September, right? September. Uh, when did we open the doors first? It was in September. Like September 26th, but we yeah. worked on it for like six or eight weeks. Yeah. So two years ago now we were cranking away yeah. behind the scenes trying to build something. So, so Caleb's been like, been like, you know, uh, uh, an absolute fixture here from the very beginning. A lot of the original ideas, a lot of the original fulfillment, a lot of the, all this stuff came came from you caleb and so now and now we've we've got systems and processes and and there's there's you know 1200 fizzlers in there yeah doing and, Bar- away. and barrett's we've got systems and processes and barrett's yeah and ba- we got barrett's we got hanks yeah but soft tops rich tips <laughs> soft tops soft tops <laughs> rich tips i like to let the top down yep um but but it's a whole new it, this is just an interesting thing that every company has to go through like i was talking to a buddy and he was like and he was talking to me about how one time you had to let a guy go and he did it in the wrong way and he's really he really regrets that right every company deals with this kind of stuff people moving on shifts in direction and we all as individuals have had this experience yeah feeling like 
I think it's time for me to go. Well, and when Caleb told me, he was like, let's make sure that this isn't like an ugly girlfriend breakup yeah. situation. Yeah, I mean... Not not ugly girlfriend. The other girlfriend ugly is ugly breakup. or... No, an ugly breakup situation yeah. with a girlfriend. I mean, we've all had ugly girlfriends. Caleb is an ugly girlfriend. Oh. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> That's a... <laughs> Brooks Bond. Now you but know why I'm leaving. No. It's yeah. just malevolent. It's, that's the real reason. Oh, it's harsh. It Brooks, was, Brooks Bonds are kind of like Brooks dirty. Are like, yeah, there's drama in them. Yeah. There's like, how are the guys going to recoup with that? <laughs> yeah. That actually had, that was mean spirited. Don't cry, yet, Caleb. <laughs> deep down, Caleb knows I love him. So, so as we're figuring this out live in yeah. front of you folks, we're also figuring out, you know, how the transition is going to go, how Caleb's going to be involved, what it means for the podcast, right? Because we've got Caleb's big mug is right there on the cover of the podcast. Yeah. So Can so you gotta figure out how that's going to fade my face away? Like in back to the future <laughs> every week, <laughs> every week it just gets a little bit a little more, dimmer. a little more a little opacity dimmer. on it. And then the oh, episode God. that I come on, I'm like back and then, yeah. it's, then it's gone. I don't know. We'll figure that out. That would be cool. That's perfect. No, but I, I mean, I look forward to, uh, you know, watching your story unfold. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to be great at this next venture, by the way. And uh, it'll just be really cool to see how your story unfolds and how we can kind of dissect what's going on with you in front of the fizzle audience. Yeah, we because want to a show lot your of them, body to the world, basically. Because, we want to open it up. Because it's so cool. It's like now a lot of listeners are at the exact same point Caleb is right now. They're working somewhere, uh, and maybe they're on good terms with the place they work. And that's another thing. I've left jobs before, and we'll get into that, I guess, with some of the breakup stories or the moving on stories, but I've been in jobs before where you are on really great terms and it feels, you feel really conflicted about leaving and it's a really tense moment to tell people, Yeah, you know, I've, I've had bosses like start crying when I told them that I was leaving or whatever, because we had like a real bond Mm -hmm. and, uh, and that's tough. So, so we're trying to figure out what this means and how Caleb's going to be involved on the podcast. Um, yeah, how we're going to support him with his new thing, mm-hmm. and uh, how we're going to get all the work done that he does now while yeah. he's gone. And I just, I think what it needs to be stated that Caleb, we full heartedly support you. We're proud of you. I'm, I'm proud of you. I think you're brave for trying this, for going out on your own. Because I remember my own story. Maybe now it's time to start telling those stories of when we made these these big shifts. What I like about how you've approached this, Caleb, is, is you've done it so smart. I mean, I would, I wish I could just tell people, listen. You want to do the blogging thing? Go work under like a successful blogger or a successful-ish blogger. And it's not like Corbett has much to show for himself. Jagoff. Jagoff. Um, with a G. So we don't have to beep it, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, but you got to you got to see exactly how the sausage is made. What How this works behind the scene. What it mm-hmm. looks like to create something that gets shared and all this stuff. And it's not as magical as people think. And there's, there's so much more grunt work and labor involved. And, and all of this scheduling and programming and planning and, and thinking things through. And it's not like this, like, rap, enraptured, you know, the, the, the inspiration just strikes me and then I just write it all down. You know, it's like... The muse. The muse. It's like nothing nothing really ends up... Where, it's like hard work. It's it's all that stuff. So you got to see all that. You got to see what it's like to deal with MailChimp and, and moving email lists from one to the other and having nightmare sort of server problems and all this other stuff. So now you know how to approach those things when they happen for yourself. And I think that's just so smart you're a very smart calculated um strategic guy and that's always going to play to your advantage um especially as you're building your own company because i mean for me for example example i'm like such a fly by the seat of my pants guy it can be tough to actually build an organization Mm -hmm. though i can get wow that was 
that one and, and 15 things can be really dynamic and bright and interesting, but then there's 15 other things. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, well, I think the, what you're getting at is that with working with Corbett and building what we've built, I've started to see, okay, what things actually matter mm-hmm. yeah. of all the things that you do. Yeah. What things actually end up making an impact both on you and the people that you're working with, which man, I mean, there's no greater thing to learn because I think a lot, of, things a lot of people like, They'll do they'll do the blogging thing and then they'll wake up a year later and they'll be like, What was all that for? And they don't understand yeah. Yeah. what it's getting them to and How to what, connect the dots. what the goal is. Yeah. And I think that that's something that I've been able to see and learn, not only with what we're building, but with all the people that we've interacted with from yeah. Star Blog Matters to Fizzle to any like the client or friends that And I, all the friends that you've and, made. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and, those, and, and like we've said several times on like the conference episodes of the podcast, like how important those those connections end up being, those mm-hmm. friendships. You know, I mean, for me, I remember, I remember a few different times. I was at a I was at a web agency, and I was always doing stuff. I've always been doing websites on the side just to fiddle with stuff. I don't know. I just couldn't stop doing it. And then they. They tried to make me, we were in the, the height of the recession and, or the, the low, lowest low of the recession. And they, we were trying to sell $50,000 websites, which was what we did for a living, but not during that sort of economy. And so they're like, so we can't afford to pay for you, but what we want to do, think about this opportunity, opportunity for you. You can be a full on sales guy and you get paid on the sales that you make commissions commissions every industry does it this will be great you got to sell fifty thousand dollar websites but you can get a little piece of that when you do so i'd been making cold calls for like two months at that point just they had they had like made me a salesperson but then kept paying me my strategist wages and so eventually i was like you guys gotta you guys gotta fire me you have to fire me like this is unfair yeah this it was two weeks before my son was born and i was like you gotta fire me so i could try to get unemployment and figure out what's next. And I got one, you know, $395 check from, thanks Obama. And then, and I, and I never had to get more because I was just kind of doing that work on the side and just had to hustle, hustle, hustle. But I remember it being the hardest thing in the world to try to get clients. You know what I mean? Because I didn't have that network yet. That crew finally get another job at a, at a startup and, that was like, I've talked about that being there before. Cause there was the guy who ran that company was just meant the world to me. Um, but the whole time I kept thinking about when I'm going to branch off mm-hmm. like, the whole time. Yeah. The, it never stopped. I and mean, probably this is a little bit the case for you too, Caleb. Like I just never stopped thinking about what I was going to leave and go do. Mm-hmm. And it was always web stuff. And it was all, and then finally by the end of it, I had the idea of, I'm just going to target these because I started going to conferences just, because I could, and I tried to loop it into that, like, I, it was a part of my job at, at the startup I was at, even though I had to pay for everything myself. And uh, through that, I met you, Corbett. I met uh, a lot of other people. Got in, and, and so I started to make these connections. Now I, I had this vision for, like, a specific kind of site I wanted to build with a specific kind of person and being that guy to them. And it, I never lost track of that for some i couldn't be satisfied i just couldn't at, at the company I was at and it wasn't like a super great fit i was there i knew it to build the thing that to, to learn what i needed to learn and then move on you know mm-hmm. but i remember that i remember being um the, there was some moments like a year in year and a half in where it was like visceral 
Like I wanted to leave so bad at the startup at the startup. Yeah. And my wife, Melissa was like, just write it out for a little bit. But, and I was just, I just wanted to so bad. You know what I mean? Like I could feel it. Yeah. I could feel it. And then I wrote it out for another year and a half. I got through that hump. And then by the time I actually did leave, we were already starting on fizzle stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I had already, you know, designed thing traffic and had, the demand and all this other stuff going on. And so there was this momentum, you know, like I felt there's this thing in our careers where we get confident about our skill set. We get not even our skill set. We get confident in the value that we can provide. Yeah. And our ability to deliver. Like, like, Hey, like with you, Caleb, being able to do the video stuff. Now you're, now, you know, beyond a shadow of doubt, like, of course I can do the video stuff. Yeah. There's guys that can do it better. Yeah. There's plenty of guys that could do it worse, but I can do it. Yeah. I can do it. And I can, and you're going to love it. Like you're going to actually absolutely love it, you know? And so and, and that Caleb, confidence is so, that is the, that is the difference. And me. Caleb's situation, you're, you're, you're totally right. Caleb's situation right now is so much different than that time when you leave a job because you just want to work for yourself, but you don't necessarily know what you're going to do, how you're going to pull it off or what tangible skills and value you have to offer people. Yeah. Caleb has it all dialed in right now. And, you know, we we know that if we have somebody people ask us all the time who can i get to help me with video stuff and yeah. we're like shit i don't know like yeah. and now we have somebody to recommend mm-hmm. but um the time the other style of leaving when you just don't know what you're going to do next it's kind of like people who start blogs i wrote a, a post um this week about you know starting blogs and yeah. i do i do think it can be i know it can be the most valuable thing you ever do but there's also an issue where people try to start a business or a blog or whatever without some specific tangible skill or expertise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they have this really long process to go through to build up that expertise over time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it's good to be building an audience, but then you don't have anything to offer them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, now I'm saying, do you know what I mean? You know what all I mean? the time. Know what I mean? And Caleb's just in a different situation. So I remember when I left, um, I had a couple of different styles of leaving jobs. I had the kind of job where you left because somebody screwed you over and you're like, F you, I'm out of here. I'm moving on, you Mm -hmm. know? And then I had the other style where, uh, it's just all love and hugs and, you know, you actually like your job. It's just that there's a better opportunity out there Mm -hmm. and it's bittersweet. You know what I mean? And you, and you kind of wonder if you're doing the right thing or, or not. Totally. But, um, one of those where I absolutely loved the company I just, like Caleb said, I just had that itch, that entrepreneurial itch, that thing in the back of my mind that I couldn't shut up. Yeah. It said, you know, you're never going to be fully satisfied unless you go see if you have what it takes to build a business yourself. Because mm. isn't that like the ultimate fulfillment of, of what business yeah, is? in and some what, ways. And I wonder what that comes from. And I guess in the next episode, we're going to talk a lot about like, what, maybe you're a really great number two. And you, and maybe you're like a solid team player yeah. and that's where you're going to thrive. Like why, right. why it's not about independence so much as it is about fulfillment, you know? Yeah. And, and for some of us, it's like, I can't, I, I have to, I have to go do this. You know, I think for a lot of us it is. And I did that by myself. And now I'm finally really thriving as a part of a team, mm-hmm. you know, um, just because I don't have to have all the answers, even though I feel like I could. It's really liberating to not have to. Totally. Mm-hmm. You know, that, and, that, that, that meant the world to me. And Barrett and I have used like a sports analogy before to talk about this, I think. Oh, yeah. Like, like a sports w- ball, like a, like a wick, wicker bat, like a wick, wick bat. Like, yeah, a, like, yeah. Like, like, like baseball. Kind of like, like base. That. Yeah. So you just, you kick, you kick the funnel and the funnel turns and, and then you light the pine cone and then you run. Just like uh-huh. that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, that but, sounds awesome. And then you I score mean, some points. <laughs> I always think of like Chicago Bulls, like in the nineties. So oh, obviously yeah. there's Jordan, Doubles. and then Pippen yeah. was a really good number two. But yeah. then there were just all these other players that just fit certain <laughs> they, roles. There was they Steve forgot Carter, about yeah, yeah, like Bill Paxton, Bill Cartwright. Oh. Probably not Bill Paxton. Tony Kukoc. Probably not Bill Paxton. I think he's an actor. I was seeing if you were paying attention there. (laughs) He's an actor. When I edit this, I really want to leave Barrett in the back most things just because out of the blue, hearing that like kind of faded in the background. (laughs) Tony (laughs) Kukoc. It was great. It was solid. Did you say Bill Ambeer? Was he? No, he he played for Detroit. No, Bill Cartwright. Bill Cartwright. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, keep going. Go sports. Go sports. Keep going with your analogy. But you need like the tattooed guy that's going to kick the cameraman and go to North Korea, and you just you just have yeah. to have a lot of different people that are going to get yeah. you to a championship or get you to do what you want, you know, right? And you, and you have to wonder, Dennis Rodman of this team, <laughs> like that never really came. You're going to go hang out before, with, but like Kim Jong Un, who, who else? Who else is going to be the Dennis Rodman type? I'm just know. glad you didn't make us say that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just here to protect you. Yeah, and and the thing you have to wonder is like Scotty Pippen, like what would he have been without MJ? You know, he would have been great, but right, like if he would have went to a, do his own thing or when yeah. MJ left to go make space jam. Yeah. Like but, but, Scotty was but, recently quoted as saying he's the best bull ever. Oh, he, he was kidding. He, he was kidding. Oh, okay. 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 So, um, I, I like that the sports talk gets Barrett all fired up. Yeah. And we did, we needed to do more of that. So like while I was watching a game with uh, at a basket and there was a, it was all zing, bam. And then these guys were all like, I can't believe that. And then this one's all like sports stats, number nine, that was 70. And then it was like R, RBI. There's a lot of letters involved. A, B, A, was, what's your APG? Uh, nine. Ah, oh, that's a good APG. <laughs> and was so that, I'm pretty big into for? sports, pretty big into sports, pretty big into dragon hunting too. Equally, equally love both of those. I prefer also, training science dragons. fiction art <laughs> training. Is this the part of the conversation when you were like, "Hey, do you have that script in front of you in case we get the outline? Just in case we get a little off." <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's a <laughs> we're now right there. Now. Yeah, we've yeah. reached hey, that. Hey, point. Uh, hey, Barrett, you you have a, a very recent uh, moving on story. Mm. Yeah, I do. Would I, you, I, do, you, do. Do you care to spill some of the beans on yeah. those? Yeah. So I did it. I did it once, and I did what Caleb's doing. Well, what Caleb did with Boeing and I left a uh, big consultancy to go do my own thing. And that was very much kind of the story of like not having a skill set, but just wanting to do my own thing. And the big consultancy that's like same, similar to my background, right? You're talking about like big five, you are fresh, you're wet behind the ears still. And uh, they throw you into a giant pyramid scheme where you're trying to climb the ladder to become a partner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that was very much like a, Hey, F this, I'm getting out of here. Um, and so then I was on my own for, you know, two and a half, three years and chasing down the expertise and trying to figure out how do I build a skill set that's valuable. And ultimately what I ended up doing was building a brand that was valuable and not having any way to make money off of it. And that was great. Um, but it kind of reached this point where By building had, a brand, what do you mean? Like say you set up a blog and we're like, now I have a valuable blog. Yeah, exactly. We had an audience and people loved the idea of a business called Living for Monday. Um, but not so much that they necessarily wanted to pay for anything. And so in that journey, we were kind of searching for how do you make money off of something that people like, but that they don't know how to pay for. Mm -hmm. And we had two or three different pivots in startup parlance, uh, during that period where we went from like, Hey, we created a project or a product for college students 
hey, idiot, college students don't pay for things like this. And so then we fell back on my consulting skill set and worked for small businesses. And that gets old really fast because you're just working more hours to make more money. And then finally, we created kind of a training model similar to Fizzle, but for young professionals working for other people. And we like tested it with a bunch of people in our actual audience, sat down with real people, did the whole customer discovery thing and got to the point where we were good. We had raised about $120,000 to support the business from an angel investor type person uh, and went to him and said, listen, we don't need any more money total, but we do need some more money each month so that we can produce these courses on video. And he just basically proceeded to dress me down or whatever over the course of about a four hour meeting and told me how I had proved that I had failed at business and how it was time for me to listen to somebody who knew what they were doing like him and to drop the whole living for Monday thing for a while and come to work for him. And uh, that was just a moment when I was finally okay with like, you know, I think it's time to move on. I think it's time for me to go get schooled under some mentors that I can learn from that I probably should have gone to work for. Uh, rather than starting a business. And I had kind of developed a level of self-awareness where it was like, hey, I'm going to be okay if I'm working for somebody else. If I am a part of a team that can win a championship, that's okay with me. Like in some ways I value that more than being on my own at this point in my life. Yeah, uh, And so that was kind of how I ended up on on Fizzle's doorstep. Um, and I think- and things- you, I, I'll never forget the way you looked when you came in from the rain that night on our doorstep. You had just a, a weird like duster like a Texas jacket and you looked like you'd been a Texas jacket. That's like you had like you'd been strangling people. I mean, there's something violent in your eyes. How'd you know? I, I never told you that part of the story. The hair was, was matting. We probably should have done more of a background check. Matting down on your face. What was awkward was you were wearing this duster, but you were wearing these like Patagonia pleated shorts, pleated front shorts. And so everybody could see your thighs and, and you came out of the rain and into the, the light of our hearth, and I could see it so clearly in the warmth of the fire as your heart started to unclench, and as Caleb started pulling the jacket from your shoulder, and Corbett started washing your feet, and I started peeing in the corner, everything started Barrett, you know, um, it's best to just let him finish in these situations. Otherwise, he's just going to come right back to it. Just get it out. Okay, get it all okay, out. Yeah, okay, okay, keep going, keep going. Get it, get it all out. But so, so in Barrett's case, the thing that I think the commonality there is, so there's a lot of different kinds of moving on, right? Yeah. And um, Caleb's moving on is, you know, he's he's built this thing and it's going to live on. Yeah. And he's going to move on and do his, his new thing because he wants yeah. a new challenge. In Barrett's case, um, and I've had the same situation, you have to swallow your pride because you've spent two or three years telling the world about how great your yeah. thing is, and then it's crumbling, and you have uh, you know moments with you know relationships yeah. with people who you probably got along with great in other situations, and um, and so there's all of that emotion wrapped up in it, and it makes it really difficult, and it makes it really stressful, um, and. And then just realizing that you're going to have to swallow your pride and start all over again and start building from scratch and all of that stuff that you did, all of those blood, sweat, and tears, whatever, you just have to chalk up to experience and hope that it builds a stronger foundation for you going forward. But you don't have any tangible assets or revenue or anything well, else. I wouldn't from say that. his ass is intangible, but assets. 
Oh, like cassettes? Yes, with an ass in front of it. <laughs> ass cassettes. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, it makes me think, uh, there's this one line, and, and you know, you guys are making fun of me already because I can't stop talking about this Jodorowsky's Dune video, movie, documentary, whatever you want to call it, doc. But anyway, there's this one scene, it's basically, it's the story of this colo- like colossal failure, and it's a fascinating story, and at the end, they're just talking. They're talking to this guy, this this auteur, this crazy, this crazy like artistic director. And he's saying, you know, for me, it's not like, like my friends were like, "You're gonna die! Oh my god, you're gonna die! This movie isn't gonna get made. Like this is gonna kill you." He said, "No, I I won't die because to fail is for me is just to change directions." And I like that. I mean, we've talked before. Uh, I think there's some James Victory uh, poster where he says, uh, "Sometimes you win and sometimes you learn." Instead of sometimes you win and sometimes you lose, and yeah. I like that. I think that that's very true about. That's a great quote, Barrett. What, yeah, what you're what you're saying, Barrett, and that experience. Because there's this real big balance. When I was talking at, I was recently at the Ellisford Podcast Movement. One of my one of my points was like, don't burn out, please God, don't burn out. Not not don't quit on this idea. Mm-hmm. Not don't move from this idea that you have. Yeah, that's but don't burn out on yourself. Don't give up on the idea that you can do something, that you can be fulfilled in your work. Like your work can be engaging and 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 bring joy to your life. Like you know, don't burn out on that idea. Whether you're leading your own thing, whether you're a teammate on an, on another thing, don't give up on the fact that you were cre- you were made to enjoy yourself. You know, and and we work how many hours a day do, do we, how many hours of our life do we end up working? So let's make yeah. it enjoyable. Yeah. And I just find it surprising that people are willing to, uh, to give up on that idea so easily because like you yeah. said, I mean, how many of our waking hours, over half of our waking hours we spend working or thinking about yeah. work or whatever. And to, to assign yourself to just going through the motions and trying to collect your paycheck at the end of the day, I just can't believe that people are willing to do that. But it is, I mean, it is really difficult. Yeah. It is a, a long journey to find the thing that fulfills you yeah. and that you know makes you feel proud of what you do. But absolutely, it's so worth it. we should we should bring this to a close here. Um, Caleb, what what if there's a, if this it won't be this won't at all be the last time the fizzle audience uh, hears from you because mm-hmm. you'll be on the show several times uh, between here and there. But but at the end of this whole conversation about when is it time to move on, uh, if you were going to give someone out there advice on that. Uh, given what you're, what you know right now, what would you say? I think if you know that you had a week and you could do whatever you want during that week, if you could replace your income in that week within a week using your current skills, connections, um, anything you've built, if you are like with within ninety five to one hundred percent confident that you could do that. So that's that's step one. You need to have like the confidence that you can do something. Yeah. Another step is that your gut and or friends and family help you see that you're capable of doing that thing. And then the third thing would be when you know the thing that you keep having ideas about and you keep being excited about is something other than what you're doing, then that would be the third thing. And mm-hmm. I always come back to this Steve Jobs quote i'm gonna butcher it but basically if you wake up too many days not enjoying what you do then you should be doing something else Mm. kind of thing and so if you wake up so many days in a row wanting to do something else than what you're currently going to be doing that day then something needs to change 
And mm-hmm. maybe it doesn't change right away. I mean, I knew that I wanted to not work at Boeing for a very long time before I actually left because yeah. I had to work to put things in place to actually make an educated, you know, transition into something that still paid my bills as well as this timing was a little different because it was more of like within a week or two i made this decision and it wasn't something i planned for many many months like my exit from boeing so i think that timing is different depending on the situation but i think you need to know that you can be okay when you leave that that is the right decision versus what you're currently doing and and then, like, commit to it. Yeah. Carter, anything else to add? Well, just one thing that uh, we didn't talk about in this context, which is what is the alternative to moving on? You know, mm-hmm. is, it, is it just, like, grinding it out and finding, you know, yeah. some some semblance of an existence in what you're doing? I think the alternative is recommit, recommitting to what you're doing. Or, like, and, honest conversations, to, right. you know, we, we've, which we've had recently, you yeah. know, which, which is, like you mentioned, Caleb, like a spur for this, uh, this decision is, is like, being able to to tell like to tell someone honestly sometimes we have to protect ourselves in a job mm-hmm. you know and we can't be as honest as we like but man if you're in that situation where you can actually be honest with your you know other employer or boss or manager or whatever yeah mm-hmm. what a what a wonderful what an amazing place to be because there's situations where you don't get to do that yeah and i think if you're on the fence if if you just really can't make the decision if you should move on because you're really torn or whatever then yeah. maybe attempting to recommit re-envision open up new communication channels, you know, go open kimono for a while and see if you can fix the couple of things that aren't working in the situation that you're in that are making you pine for other mm-hmm. things. Yeah. If you can patch a couple of things and then maybe what you're already doing could be perfect mm-hmm. if a couple of things were different, then it's worth maybe trying to recommit yeah. and see where it goes and, and say, I'm going to give this three months, you know, and, and maybe even be honest with your boss or whoever or team I'm going to give this, you know, X months and here's what I want to change and let's see if we can make it work, you know, and then reevaluate at the end of that. Uh, All right, guys. Well, Caleb, we will sorely miss you. And uh, I'm glad and grateful for all the experiences we've had together. And for the next few weeks, we shall cherish them. Uh, In the meantime, I have been Chase Warbin Raves. I've been Corbett Barr. I've been Caleb Bodrick. And I've been Baird Brooks. See you there, or I'll see you in another time. Or maybe not. <laughs> so conciliatory. <laughs> so there you have it. Fizzleshow.co slash 68 is where you can find all the notes and, and conversations about this episode. That's F-I-Z-Z-L-E-Show.co slash 68, including a, 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 a trailer for Jodorowsky's Dune, that, that movie I can't stop talking about. It was amazing. Um, watch the trailer. You're going to like it. So, people, we're going to be losing an important and a vital member of, of our team. We'll, we'll sorely miss Caleb. Do us a favor. Pop on over to fizzleshow.co slash 68 and leave Caleb a message there in the, co- uh, the conversation at the bottom, the comments. If he's ever said anything that's made you laugh or think to yourself a little more deeply about how you're living your life or what to, what to do next, if, you've, if he's ever helped you in any way, uh, drop a little line there and tell him, uh, wish, wish him the best. Tell him to break a leg. Tell him that we'll miss him. All right. 
Uh, remember, no matter how hot it gets or how hard it gets, you can rest in the company of good friends. That's my hope for you. Find care, take care, serve hard, and dig in. Thanks. I'll talk to you next Fizzle Friday.